Welcome back. I am super excited to be here, and I hope you guys are excited to be here for episode number two. Today, we're going to be talking about the age-old question that I get on Instagram, I get from my nutrition clients, I get from friends and just people I meet who find out what I do, and it is, what do I do if I have plateaued in my fitness journey? My name's Andrea, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, wife to a mountain man, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and the owner of DFH Training. I've been featured in People and on Good Morning America, and I truly love all things women's health and fitness. But let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated, and it feels like the everyday mom doesn't fit the mold. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and don't have time to figure it all out. That's why I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering space for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. Okay, so let's talk about what a plateau means. That means that you are no longer seeing any change either in your muscle definition or your inches or the scale. Now, before we even get into ideas of how to break that plateau, I want you to know that the scale is not the be-all, end-all. If that is your only measurement of progress, you are failing yourself. I want you to start taking measurements and start being aware of your body percent fat because the scale cannot show muscle gain and fat loss, which is what makes your body composition look different. Your body composition is the amount of fat compared to the amount of muscle you have in your body. So that's why that is so important. So again, if you are only using the scale, you stop it and you start doing measurements and seeing if you can do your body percent fat, which there are um, places that do machines and some gyms do that. But measurements is the easiest way. Measurements to me are amazing and so much better. So that's the first thing is that is not the only measurement of progress. Now, let's get into some ideas of things you can change in your fitness routine, and then we will go over things you can change in your diet to get out of that plateau and see a little bit more progress. Okay, so let's start with how to change up your fitness routine first. The first thing you can do is to change the size of your weights and or your reps. So one of the most common mistakes I see women make is they are doing too light of weight with the amount of reps they're doing. So let's say you're doing 20 to 25 reps and you're only using five pounds. By those last few reps, you're not tired because the muscle's tired. You're probably just tired because it's annoying to lift your arm up and down that many times. So I want you to focus on increasing your weights and doing less reps. I normally tell people it's a good idea to change up the reps, but if you've always been doing lighter weights, more reps, I want you to come down and shoot for more like 10 reps max, up to 12 max actually, and making the last three repetitions very, very challenging. Like you are moving slow and struggling to get that weight up. That is going to be more beneficial for you. Whenever you can go heavier and slower, it is going to build more muscle than going slow, than going faster and lighter. So be aware of that. If you are always only using light weights, change it up, increase your weights, and decrease your reps. Now, if you normally always only go heavy, something I would think about would be adding in band work. If you're always using dumbbells or barbells, bands are just a totally different way of a movement. And this kind of works the muscles like the fast twitch and the slow twitch in a different way. So you might want to just add in some band work, which does sit on the higher side of reps, but it's just a different way to work 
the muscles. So that's something to think about if you already do lift heavy. But if you don't, I want you pumping up your weights and dropping those reps. That is going to help you build more muscle. The more muscle you have, the harder your metabolism has to work to maintain that muscle. Bam, your plateau is over. Now, what if you say, Andrew, I don't have heavier weights. I am still working out at home. Our gym is closed and I just, I can't even find any more weights online. No big deal. I totally understand that happens. I have clients who the most they have is 10 pounds. So what I do with them is we change sometimes the tempo at which they are lifting. So let me explain that. Imagine doing a bicep curl. Now you're starting at the bottom of the curl where your arms are extended down. You might count to two on the way up. So when you get to two, your arm is up, your bicep is curled, and then you count down for two. That would be a two-two tempo. So up two, down two. That's a pretty classic normal tempo that we see very often. Now, if you don't have heavy enough weights, you may want to change up your tempo. So maybe you want to go up quickly for one and then slowly count down for three. Or maybe you want to go up slowly for three and then hurry and go down for one. You can also go slow all the way across the board and count like from the bottom of the bicep curl up for four and down for four slowly. You can do this in any lifting exercise and it's going to challenge you in a different way because it's changing the tempo at which you are lifting the weight. You can also add in pulses. I think a pulse is a really good way to change up and challenge the muscle in a different way. And you can also add in static holds where you're just maybe... For example, you're in a squat and you hold at the bottom of the squat for maybe three or four seconds before you maybe power up. Those are going to be ways that you can challenge the muscles without having to add really heavy weights if you don't have access to them. So if you've plateaued, your next option is change up the tempo in which you are lifting weights. Next up on the docket in the fitness area is changing your rest interval. So what that means is normally, let's say you're doing maybe a HIIT workout or you're lifting and you're having rest intervals in between your lifts, you want to change it up from going from maybe 15 seconds up to even like a minute and a half, depending on how heavy your weights are. It just varies. But if after every single workout when you're, you know, supersetting or if you're doing intervals, you're always doing 30 seconds, I want you to challenge yourself and say, I'm only going to take 15 seconds here. Or I'm going to use heavier weights in this workout and I might take a longer rest interval, but I'm lifting heavier. So changing up the amount we rest in between our sets for lifting or in between sprints or anything like that, a cardio move where we have a rest interval is going to be effective. So it can really range anywhere from like 10 seconds, like a Tabata. I guess that's, yeah, 10 seconds all the way up to like a minute and a half, even two minutes if you have really heavy weights. So that's another way to change things up and get more results without heavier weights is just to change the rest interval to challenge you in a different way. The last thing you can do to help break a plateau in the fitness portion of, you know, your workout plan is to change the exercise or the setup of your exercise. So if you're always lifting the same muscles on the same days, doing the same moves, running the same amount of miles on the same trail and going the same pace, you're going to have the same results. And the thing is, your body, your body is amazing. Literally, it is genius and it adapts to everything you're doing, which is awesome. But you have to outsmart your body and not let it adapt because you have to change things up. So let's say you are a runner and you run four miles every day on the same trail and your heart rate is at 140 the whole time. 
your body is going to be like, oh, yeah, girl, I got this. I know what we're doing. We're going on the same old trail. I know how fast we're going. I know the music we're listening to. And I'm just going to cruise through this. And it figures out how to adapt and do less work. So we've got to change it up. What I want you to do is I want you to add some sprints, maybe sprint for a minute and then casually jog or walk, maybe sprint for a couple minutes, change up your variations in speed. That's going to help because we're also changing the intensity of the workout. The other thing you can think about is changing up the setup. So if you are someone who on leg day is always starting with a squat, then doing lunges, then doing abductor pulses, your body is smart. And if you're always using the same weights and the same moves, your body adapts and you have to have progressive overload to be able to see changes because your body has to be overloaded to make changes. So you want to change up even the type of exercises along with we talked about the weights, the tempos, the rest intervals, and you want to change up the type of cardio you're doing as well. So when we're talking about changing up the exercise or the setup, you know, high intensity um Workouts are super great because they work your heart rate in a different way, but less workouts, which is low-intensity steady-state workouts, are super great because they work your heart in a different way and keep you in fat burning, and that's just like walking uphill or speed walking or, you know... um, briskly going on a hike or something, you know, a low intensity activity, but truly variety in your exercise, especially your cardio is going to be effective for changing things. And it truly is the spice of life. So I want you to be aware of all of those things, your tempo, your weight size, and your rest interval and your exercises and making sure they're changing up. Now let's go into food. Now the first two I'm going to explain, I'm going to go over those, but I'm actually going to talk about those in detail on another podcast, but I'm still going to give them as ideas for you to break a plateau. So the first one is you can add intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, I feel like is a nice tool to add to break a plateau because you don't have to change your diet. You're just changing the window in which you're eating whatever you're eating. So commonly, the most common window for intermittent fasting is basically saying you are eating within an eight-hour window and then you are fasting within a 16-hour window. And you are not fasting from water. You can always drink water. That's a good thing. You are fasting from foods with calories in it so you do not spike your insulin. So a lot of people will do intermittent fasting from like 11 to 7. So they eat between 11 to 7 and they don't eat outside that window or 12 to 8 or, you know, it just depends on your job and other things. So that's a great way because some of the things it does is it increases the human growth hormone, which helps with fat loss. It can also um, restore insulin sensitivities, and it can also improve your metabolism and your human growth hormone production. There's a lot of research on that, but obviously they're still researching that. So it can be super effective without having to change your diet is doing intermittent fasting. Now, with that said, intermittent fasting is not for everyone. If you have an eating disorder, if you are nursing that's tricky or simply if you might be a night shift worker or your work at a nurse as a nurse or anything where you don't have as much control over your hours that's not going to be a fit for a change so you may want to look into something like carb cycling again both of these two I'm going to go over in detail in other podcasts to explain exactly how they work but Carb cycling is a little bit more complicated than intermittent fasting because you are changing the amount of carbs you have either once or twice a week or every other day. It depends on the way you have it set up. So you are going to be increasing your carbs some days and decreasing your carbs other days. And sometimes that goes with the opposition of fat where when you increase your carbs, sometimes your fat will come down. And when you decrease your carbs, sometimes the fat will go up. So you're not necessarily 
hungry, but it's changing up the types of macronutrients that are going in your body. This also helps to prevent and break a plateau because, again, your body is smart and it adapts. And metabolic adaptation is real too. So sometimes if we're always changing up the carbs and the fats, that can be effective for your body as well. The tricky part about carb cycling is you have to track your macros and not everyone loves to do that. So I also understand that that is not a fit for everyone, but it is an idea to break a plateau. The thing that I actually see as the most common reason for plateaus is being in a cut for too long in your calorie intake. So let me explain that. Some people are doing it on purpose and some people are not. But if you are either A, very busy and you don't have time to eat, your intake might be really low. Or B, if you are always dieting, always trying to eat as little as possible, reading things that tell you to eat 1,200 calories a day, chances are is that your intake is too low and your metabolism has slowed down. I've kind of already mentioned metabolic adaptation, and what that means is that your metabolism adapts to what you're doing food-wise. So if you're intermittent fasting or carb cycling or eating too little, your body will figure it out and adapt. But more commonly, it adapts when you are not eating enough because the body's job is to protect itself. When you're in a cut for too long, you come below your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate. And your body is going to say, okay, I am holding on to every single thing she puts in her mouth because she is not fueling me properly. And I'm going to need all of this to meet my basic needs. So that is a really common reason why people plateau is because they're staying in a cut for too long. Or every time they try to lose weight, they go into this cut and then they yo-yo back, which is always a problem. So if you are someone who is always trying to lose and always trying to eat as little as possible, I know it sounds crazy, but chances are you just need to increase your food intake. Whether you're tracking or whether you want to do it just with awareness of what foods you're putting in your body, that's totally your decision. But you might want to try to move more to maintenance or reverse diet, which I will also get into both of those in other podcasts, but just slightly increase your food intake. I suggest increasing it by 100 to 150 calories to be able to kind of just slowly raise it, but that's going to be a big thing. Especially if you're trying to build muscle and let's say your your carbs are really low, your body has a really hard time building muscle when there's not carbs because carbs fuel the muscle growth and so does protein. So when those items are really low, it's really hard for your body to build muscle. So that's something to really think about is that even the percents of the foods you're eating, like if you're not eating enough protein or you're not eating enough fat or you're not eating enough carbs. So something you can do, even if you're not wanting to track, just get a macro tracker. You can either use My Macros Plus or MyFitnessPal and just track for three days and see what you're averagely eating in proteins, fats, and carbs, and then see where you might want to make some changes. That's going to be helpful. But that's a really common issue of when people plateau is that they're staying in a cup for too long and they need to move and increase their calorie intake daily because their body is starving and it needs more food before it can actually let go of fat or add muscle. So I hope that makes sense. I know that plateaus can be super discouraging. I know that for a lot of times they feel like the end or they feel like 
your failure or you're not doing things right. But I want you to know that a plateau is simply a turn in the road. It just means that you just need to slightly adjust. It's not a big deal. Don't let it take you off track. Don't let it ruin your happiness. I want you to not fear a plateau, but just realize, oh, here's a few simple tweaks. I remember that podcast from Andrea and she gave a handful of ideas that maybe I could change up and I'll break the plateau without having to do anything super extreme. So I want you to think about that. And I will go into the food ones in more detail um, those do take a little bit more work, but the fitness ones are super easy and things that anyone can change up literally within one workout and be able to see changes if you can just change it the next day and just change things up. So I hope that those things are helpful and I will be back next week. Remember, also with the plateau, measurements are your friend. <laughs> the scale is for fish. That's all for today, you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.